Welcome to the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network. I'm Ryan Spagnoli here recording um, after day one of Patriots training camp from my car. Uh, making the most of it, some of these COVID protocols, it, it makes it tough um, you know, to get some media access and talk to the players. But overall, great day. It did rain early on in the morning. Um, kind of that annoying rain where you weren't soaked, but it was definitely uh, made, the, made the conditions a little bit difficult for the first half of practice. Um, a light day, obviously, just in shells. Um, you know, the quarterbacks did some some seven on seven work, some eleven on eleven work, but mainly um, from the low red zone, basically the fifteen yard line and in. Um, some of the takeaways, obviously, you can follow um, the Pat's Nation podcast. That episode drops with myself, Keegan Stiefel, and Pat Lane every Friday morning, as well as the other shows on the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network. Um, I will be giving you audio and written breakdowns from each day of Pat's camp as I am here down at Gillette all week long. Um, like I said, takeaways kind of from the first uh, day of camp, like I said, a little bit slow. Uh, Belichick did talk about it in his um, you know, uh, pre-training camp press conference that is yesterday, that this is still their learning period. This is kind of an extension of the summer. Like I said, they're not in pads yet. There's really no hitting. Um, a lot of teaching, not so much evaluating going on just yet. Uh, but obviously, you know, uh, Belichick was there watching closely as in those 7-on-7 and 11-on-11 periods. Um, I had Cam Newton 8-for-16 with four touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, one of his picks was from Raekwon McMillan. Uh, kind of stepped in front. It, James White ended up running a lap for it, so I, don't, I think it was more so on White. Um, kind of didn't put his foot in the ground. The ball kind of went up after he mishandled it, and McMillan picked it off. The second one was a it was a tough throw from Newton behind Hunter Henry, um, and Adrian Phillips did pick uh, pick Newton off, who uh, was I think was the best defensive player on the field today. He kind of put the clamps on both uh, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Mac Jones obviously uh, his well you know awaited debut got a you know large standing ovation as did Cam um, for his first day. He was the second one on the field after Nelson Aguilar. I had him seven for seventeen. With four touchdowns, um, you know some of those QB stats can be skewed between other guys down here. Sometimes, you know, I, I don't chart one if I feel there would be a sack on the play or um, you know a, a tough play by the offensive someone on the offense. But uh, I thought Mac had a rough period to kind of end practice. He went one for four, uh, but I think he had the throw of the day. He went through his full field progressions, kind of down on the on the south side of the field, kind of further away from. Uh, where we could see, but went through his progressions, uh, came off his first read, who was John U. Smith, who was who was kind of locked up, found Nelson Aguilar on a crosser, hit him in stride, and the you know kind of just perfectly over the defense uh, in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. And uh, I thought Jones and Newton both had up and down days, some good, some bad, but that's to be expected here uh, on the first day of camp. Ryan Hoyer was six for fourteen with two touchdowns. He did not participate. In seven on a seven and seven on sevens, some quick takeaways, kind of away from the quarterbacks. Uh, Dante Hightower, he was back for the first time in, in about a year and a half. I thought he had a big play on on Mac Jones, kind of stepping up on Devin Ross, um, and, and on a little dig route, stepped up, batted it down. Would it be a you know maybe could even been a pick. Uh, like I said, Jalen Mills, he uh, he had a nice play on Hunter Henry, similar to to. to um, Similar to Hightower, stepped up, made a, made a difficult play, got his hand in there and broke up the pass. Um, Nikhil Harry, I thought, was was one of the better receivers on the field today, if you can believe it. 
made a nice play in the back of the end zone, kind of what we've been looking for from him, kind of out-muscled Mills. Newton made a, a great throw to his you know back low hip. Uh, Harry was able to kind of fight through a little bit of contact, turn around and make that play. Uh, I thought that was a great play from Harry. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, like I said, I'm kind of reading through my notes here. Uh, I thought, you know, overall, I thought Harry was the best receiver on the field today. Nelson Aguilar certainly looks the most efficient. Kendrick Bourne, the quickest. Uh, I thought Gunnar Olszewski, who continues to grow as a wide receiver, looking quick in and out of his breaks. Uh, that slot wide receiver position is a little bit, I guess, up in the air. We could see Kendrick Bourne in there. I think we'll mostly see him, maybe a little Jacoby Myers. But I think Gunner's going to continue to grow and work to, to get some more snaps as a wide receiver. Obviously, we know what he can do as a punt returner and a kick returner, an all-pro punt returner last year. Um, so, yeah, and, and I thought, too, from, from the running back room, Sonny Michel, this is his first time in his four years of being in New England that he didn't start camp on the pup list. He looked healthy. He looked a little bit more slimmed down, a little bit quicker. Uh, I haven't seen Michelle look that good, and obviously, you know, there's no not much hitting going around. But just from his burst and and elusiveness through the tackles, I haven't seen him look that good and and really since his rookie year. So bright spot there. I think that's a crowded running back room. They obviously didn't pick up his fifth year option. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch as camp goes on. Can he kind of challenge Damian Harris? to take away some snaps and maybe get a little bit of lead down back roll work. Um, that's pretty much it. Like I said, it was it was a lighter session today. First day of camp, obviously the fans were there going nuts. Uh, it was great to have fans back. You could sense the energy amongst the players. Uh, but I think this will start to ramp up as the weeks go on and they get the pads on. You'll start to really see you know, positional battles and camp battles go on. Uh, once again, Ryan Spagnoli, thanks for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan underscore Spags. Uh, and look for um, the written piece, obviously, an audio piece each day from me breaking down camp. Take care, guys, and appreciate you listening.